Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. Here we are on the Craving Consciousness podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, and today we have Amy Spencer Young as a guest with us. I'm really excited. Um, she is a life coach, a writer, a yoga teacher, and she actually right now she lives in Baltimore. She has two young boys, and I invited her because one of her her brand name is is writing her life, and she journals a lot. and And you guys all know I'm really big into having your journal with you, and um, she's been writing for fun for most of her life and professionally for almost two decades. And when she's not writing for other people, she uses writing and journaling in her own personal development as well as as well as her coaching practice as a tool for self-discovery. So welcome to the podcast, Amy. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so some of the stuff I wanted to ask you was, you know, how did you find journaling and writing to be this tool for yourself? Sure. So I started journaling when I was pretty young, probably. Um, I mean, I would say like, like maybe like middle school, I started journaling and using it just kind of as an outlet to get out all of that stuff that when you're in middle school, you're dealing with. And it tended to be the space that I turned to when I was feeling low, right? So it was something that I used um, to kind of get through that low emotion and then let it out so I could move forward. And um, I would go in and out of journaling. It wasn't something I did every day. It was really just something I used to help me process things. And um, writing in general has always been that for me. So um, as I got older, I used it less. Felt like it wasn't maybe really something I wanted to do because I felt like it kind of got me stuck in that negative space, right? Um, mm -hmm. But then I realized maybe probably my 20s or 30s that journaling could be something that really helped me again to process things. So it was like probably my teenage years. It wasn't cool. You know, it wasn't something I really felt like I wanted to be doing. Um, and then as I got into my early adulthood, I realized that it was more of a tool that I could use to process. It was like I was reconnecting to those middle school years and figured out like, this can be something that I can work through my emotions with versus just kind of dumping my emotions. Yeah. Wow. That's cool that you, you got into it so early. I mean, I know back in the day, like I would write in my diary and stuff, but it was never like that journaling, like actually processing anything. It was more 
I kissed a boy sort of thing, you know? Um, right. And I'm sure that's how it started out. <laughs> but I think pretty quickly I realized I wasn't big on talking about my emotions. So it was a place where I could feel stuff without putting myself out there. Right. I got you. So it was like your inner voice, your commentary with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And so now you help people do the same thing through your coaching practice. Yeah. So journaling is one of the tools that I use in my coaching practice. Uh, I find that it's a good way, like you said, to have a conversation with yourself, right? So when my clients are really stuck um, in a feeling or stuck in a story, I give them exercises to help them work through those things in a way that allows them to have that conversation with themselves, you know, asking themselves, well, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this story? Why do I have this story? Where did it come from? from and just kind of having that conversation with themselves yeah I love that because too often we don't we have so much mind chatter going on in our mind that we don't slow down enough to actually ask ourselves why why are we having that mind chatter and who said that and who made that up you know yes yes and of course like I learned to do that myself through my own personal development, reading different, you know, authors and learning how to have that conversation with myself in a productive way. And then, you know, creating kind of my own exercises for helping people uh, work through things, depending on what, what challenges they're facing and what, uh, what questions they're having, what emotions they're having, what stories they're telling themselves. It really, it really can make a difference to just kind of dig into that a little bit and get out of your head, right? And just kind of let your inner voice start to speak a little bit more. That's what I was going to say. It's more like tapping into that, your subconscious mind. Right. By yeah. doing an exercise, allowing your subconscious mind to step forward. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the things about writing longhand. We don't do it very often anymore, unless you're a journaler, right? Unless you're someone who likes to write letters or likes to journal. Um, we're, we're usually on the computer typing and writing in longhand actually kind of helps us to tap into our subconscious in a way that typing on the computer doesn't necessarily so there have been studies about um, using longhand writing to uh, help patients with Alzheimer's and other, um, and other disorders or diseases who have trouble kind of tapping into their memory or tapping into certain parts of their brain. And writing longhand can actually help you to do that. And so journaling is just another way of using our body to tap into kind of our inner wisdom, tap into our emotions, tap into our memories so that we can process things in a different way than when we're just stuck up in our heads, trying to think through it all with our minds, right? That doesn't usually, or doesn't always get us where we want to go, but taking that time to kind of tap into our experience, tap into our memory, tap into our emotions through journaling can really help us to get to a different place yeah literally getting to a different place literally 
because right. the way you're explaining it to me, the way I'm processing it anyways, is thinking it through. Like when you're trying to think through a problem, you're really using your logic side and it's, and, it's, right. it, and you're not using the intuition or the emotional side. So when right. you're slow down and say, no, I'm going to start writing, then all of a sudden that emotion and the intuition side comes through. And that's where the wisdom lies, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That is so cool about the studies that you found out about the, the Alzheimer's and just like pulling, pulling that through. Yeah. And I actually heard about those before I really started journaling for myself again. Um, when I, I've, I've been a writer for as long as I can remember. So I would write poems, I would write stories and essays and you know writing articles and and all of that stuff tapping into that creative side and when i heard um about you know long handwriting being used with alzheimer's patients it was like this light bulb went on for me like oh writing can be a creative pursuit but it can also be this thing to help me tap into that part of me that I know is there that I'm not always connecting to, right? That part of me that has that wisdom, that part of me that wants to help me reach my goals and, and see my dreams realized and that my mind, my fear, my ego, my logic is not letting me get to. So it was kind of this light bulb of, okay, <laughs> the science even is saying, you can use this. You can use this. This is a tool. Yeah, I love that. So interestingly enough, you know, you're on my Craving Consciousness podcast. So I have to bring spirit into the whole thing because to me, you say you've always been a writer and you've been writing poems and this and that. Um, and to me, on my intuition side and the psychic mediumship side, this is where people like you actually are what I call clairaudient which is like a psychic hearer where you're receiving divine information through thought, you know, that's coming through you. That's like inspiring you to write these certain things. Do you, have you ever experienced something like that or does that ring bells for you? Yeah, absolutely. There've been times when I have written full essays or full, you know, chapters or sto short stories, um, that have needed very little editing and i always connected that with kind of being in this flow state where it just felt like like the story was being told through me right and it doesn't happen all the time sometimes my pieces my work takes a lot of editing but in those in those cases it feels like this was a gift, right? This was something that didn't necessarily come from my mind, right? It came from somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you said the story was being told through me and see yeah. how the, like the key the word, even the words that we use to make description already says where the information was coming from. It was coming through you as the channel, as the, the medium or so to say, you know, right. um, so I think that's really cool. Um, do you, when you, so let me ask you and for the listeners, what is your process of like sitting down? Like, what is your advice? Like, when should we do it? You know, what is your process? 
So I have a, depending on the situation, I have a couple of processes, right? So usually I have a journal with me um, when I am practicing yoga. That's one of the like self-care tools that I use and one of the tools I use to ground myself. And so when I'm practicing yoga, I'll often get kind of those inspirational thoughts. And so I always have a journal nearby to take notes if that happens, right? And, and yoga is also a time when I start to feel some emotions that I might be holding on to in my muscles and my in my body and when I start to move that stuff starts to flow and so I have the journal there in case I need to process emotions or I want to write you know some feelings down so I can come back to that and and work through that so that's one way that I like to use my journal and then at other times uh, you know I I try to gratitude journal every day so I have a separate journal that I keep by my bedside to just going to keep track of the things that I am grateful for. And I feel like that practice in itself has really shifted my mindset and the way that I live my life. And so that's another way that I use journaling in my own kind of personal growth and development and a way that I often recommend other people start journaling, right? Sometimes journaling feels like a really scary thing. And so gratitude journaling is kind of this entry level, like, here's a way that you can do it that shouldn't feel quite so scary, right? We're just thinking about the good things in our lives and writing them down. And it doesn't even have to be a long list. It can take you five minutes or it can take you an hour, whatever feels good for you, right? So that's another way. And then if I'm paying attention to how I'm feeling, right? It's one of my goals every day is to be paying attention to what's happening in my body and in my mind and connecting, being mindful. So when I'm doing that and I start to feel stuff come up that I'm not quite sure how to handle, that's a time when I kind of just will grab my journal and say, okay, what's going on here? And try to take a few minutes. And if I can't do it right then, I've got kids running around, I'm trying to make dinner, whatever it is, I will I will remind myself to set aside time before I go to bed or first thing in the morning to kind of work through some of that stuff. So sometimes it's impulsive, right? Like I just feel like, okay, I really need to just get out my journal and start writing. Sometimes it's very planned and sometimes it's just part of my routine, my ritual for the day. Yeah. I like how you say about, about the yoga because you're saying like you're getting these little blurbs of inspiration like I better write this word or phrase down and right. that way you could go through it so <laughs> it's funny because that happens to me in the shower and I call it I call it the shower goddess where it's this, this this blurb of inspiration I'm like oh my gosh I gotta at least write this sentence down so that later on I could come back and and dive back into that essence of whatever that was and expand it right. you know Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things about that I love about creativity, right? Is that it tends to, we tend to get inspiration when our minds are busy doing other things, right? It's like that, um, they call it productive procrastination, right? So when you're stuck on a problem or you're um, feeling blocked in an area, 
and you've been, you know, thinking, 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 thinking about it, the best thing you can do is to step away and busy your mind with something else, you know, do some yoga, go for a walk, work on a different problem, right? And then it's almost like immediately when your mind switches to something else, you give yourself space, you give your subconscious some space to just say, hey, here's a couple ideas. Why don't you try this? Or, you know, you wanted some inspiration. Now you've got it. So that's one of the things that I love about when you're really connected with your creative side, right? That tends to happen a little bit more. And so just another way that journaling can be really helpful is to just use it as a way to tap into that, you know, creativity. Yeah. That's true because when you're working on something and you're trying to figure it out, you get fixated in, in like a, this one track and spirit, like inspiration is in spirit, right? So yeah. spirit is like, well, we can't get through to you right now because <laughs> right. you won't let us in. And so it take, you do have to take your, your mind away and go for that walk or take that shower. And it is like going through the shower is like an emotion that you don't think, oh, I'm going to shave my armpit now or I'm going to wash my face. Right. It's just, you just do it. And so your mind is preoccupied and that's when they sneak in, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is so cool. So um, when people, you know, reach out to you, do they just reach out to you in a regular coaching fashion and then you use this as a tool or do you actually like have writing programs? Like what do you have for people? Currently, um, I have a group on Facebook. It's kind of this broad coaching group, but I, I do offer um, journaling exercises in there kind of as a freebie. Um, we work on, you know, all, all sorts of ways that you can shift your mindset and um, deal with fear and overwhelm and um, address kind of transitions in your life in a way that help you to move forward and live kind of this bigger, bolder, life that you really want. So um, journaling is really just one of the tools that I use in my in my coaching. Um, I'm actually currently developing a 30 day um, journal journaling um, challenge to help people kind of journal their way to a clear vision for their lives. Ooh. So that in the works. <laughs> And I'm really excited about it. It's one of the things um, I'm going to be sharing with. I'm, I'm running a coaching group in January, um, a group coaching program called Vision to Reality. And so it's, that's one of the ways that we're going to um, create a clear vision that we can then begin to set aligned goals and, um, and move toward really making that vision a reality. That is beautiful. And I feel like I have to add that there's so, you know, there's so many people listening that are thinking, geez, you know, I wish I had a better life or I wish my business was doing better or all these different scenarios that are, you know, running, running through their mind. And, and I feel like one of the most important messages coming through this is you have to slow down and you have to, actually look at your thoughts and actually look at your beliefs in order to get the steering wheel of your life, you know? And I feel yeah. like that's, that's what's happening through your journaling 
process is you're making people slow down and start questioning their life. Whereas a lot of people that don't do these things like meditation or the journaling or the yoga, they are only operating on that logical side or only operating on that human side and they're wishing and hoping that something's going to change, but it's not until you actually become mindful, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's that's one of the things that, you know, I've been working with my one-on-one clients. Um, you know, generally my one-on-one clients are kind of in the midst of a major life transition or they're really trying to shift their life in a particular direction. And so um, they come to me and they say, you know, I've been trying X, Y, Z and I can't really, I can't really seem to make this happen. And I have to say to them, okay, well, I know things aren't happening as fast as you want them to. We need to slow down even more and figure out why they're not happening, right? Why aren't you getting the job you want? Why aren't you, you know, in the relationship you want? Why aren't you creating the business that you want? Whatever it is, like, why are you stuck? What is that stuck point? And how can we process that and get through that? so that you can then start moving faster, right? I keep hearing this over and over recently, but you have to slow down to speed up. You have to slow down and, and answer the questions and figure out the whys and know clearly what your vision is and what you really want in order to start getting that momentum to begin to move forward, right? We, we try and try to push and force things and all we do is get stuck. But if we figure out what that clear path is for us, even if we don't know all of the steps to get to the end point, if we can figure out clearly where we are headed, then things start to line up, then things start to flow a little easier and we don't feel so forced and then the momentum starts and we get moving and we get excited and we start celebrating and then things just start moving, they start flowing faster and faster for you. So it's, it's really about connecting with who you are and what you really want versus who you think you should be and what you think you should want, right? It's really about connecting to that inner knowing. And so that all starts with slowing down and being mindful and asking yourself those deep questions and really digging into that before you can start to see that forward progress. Man, that is like the theme of this podcast. I'm telling you, I had to, I had to write it down. You have to slow down in order to speed up. How genius is that? It is so true in my, in my line of work too. The minute I slowed down and looked and realized that I was just always on the go and always running, that's when I found out that's what the problem was to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Is like I and um I had talked about you know you got to slow the hustle down. You can't just hustle. You can't hustle. If you hustle, you're gonna miss like so much of what you're really going after. Yes. And I also, yeah. you know, people that are doing that hustle, 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 run, run, run. I found in from my own journal work, for my own self development, that that's all based on a lack mindset. Right. Yes. Yeah, because you think like, well, I don't have enough. I have to keep, I have to work harder. I have to, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to make it happen. And the reality is when you're trying to make it happen, you're usually not doing the things that you really need to be doing for it to happen. 
right? You're, you think you are, you're pushing, pushing, pushing. But again, that, that energy of pushing is actually pushing stuff away, right? Yes. We want to receive. We need to be in a place where we can receive. And that's so much harder when you're hustling, right? You're hustling because you want to grab and take and, and make it happen. But if you can just be in a space where you know what you know and you know what you want, then you can start to just receive those things. Yeah. When you're in the hustle, you're putting out to the universe that you're the only one in charge and you, and you think you're the only one that can make it happen and you think you're the only one in control. And when you slow down, and you get the inspiration and the, you know, that happens. That's when you realize everything is already there. Success is already there. Abundance has always been there, but you've been trying to make it happen a certain speed or a certain way. And you've been looking over the, the gold mine the whole time. Right, right. And that doesn't mean you don't have to take action, right? To be open to receive doesn't mean you don't have to take action. But it does mean that your actions are more aligned with what it is you truly want, right? So when we're in the hustle, we're just kind of going with whatever comes our way and we're, you know, taking whatever work we can get or we're, you know, taking whatever action we, we can think to take rather than slowing down to say, okay, what is going to get me one step closer? Now, what is going to get me the next step closer? What feels good to do right now that could get me there? What can I do right now to serve my clients? What can I do right now to, you know, to be in alignment with who I am and what I want? What can I do to be in the flow, to be kind of in that energy of what I want versus oh, there's that and that and that and that and that, and I have to do this and check that off, right? Like all of that, of course you have to take action, but all of that hustle energy is, can be, can be out of alignment, right? It can be in a space of, I need, I want, I don't have enough versus I have everything I need and I'm going to just take one step at a time you know, as I feel led versus, you know, tell me what to do. I need to do this. I have to get that done, you know? So it's just, it's a, it seems like a small difference, but it really makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. It 100% does. And I think that's so cool that you're using that journaling as part of that, the tool to get people into that flow and into alignment. These are all keywords that always are coming out of my mouth because it is so true. If you're in alignment, it flows. And if you're not in alignment, it feels hard. And it feels like you're missing something or you're lacking something. And yeah. when you're in alignment, even if you aren't where you feel like you're, you're headed, you still see it. You could still feel it. It's there. You're enjoying the process of getting there instead of feeling like you have to get there in order to like survive or in order to achieve something that you don't have already. Right. Like it's still work, but it's work you love. It's work you're, you feel joyful about doing. It's work you want to do, right? It's not, it's not, oh, I have to go do that because I want to get to, you know, this goal. And if I, if I don't do that, then I'm not going to reach that goal. It's, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get out of bed tomorrow to start working on that project, you know, or I really want to write that content for my website or, you know, just it's, 
it's the feeling behind it that changes. Yeah. The action that changes. It's just the feeling behind it that changes. I like that you say that too. It's the feeling. It's really the feeling. And for me this past summer, um, going from, oh my gosh, I have to quick create this content to I'm taking all the whole entire morning off. I don't even work till 1 p.m. because I want to enjoy the process of writing this content. And then it actually ends up, your life just really changes when you start focusing on having the feeling that you wanted to have in the first place. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think it really starts with the feelings and that's another way where journaling can really help you to kind of tap into what it is you really want to be feeling. You know, in our society, emotions are not something that we're taught to connect with, right? They're things that, unless it's like happiness, nobody wants to talk about it, right? Nobody wants to feel it. So journaling can really help us to start to learn how to feel those things in a safe environment, and then how to connect with the things that we really want to feel love happiness joy peace comfort whatever it is and start to align our lives in a way that brings those feelings into our lives more frequently right of course we're going to feel sadness we're going to feel pain we're going to feel grief we're going to feel all of those things that we consider negative but really that's just part of being human, right? That's part of life. And so journaling can help you to work through those feelings and come out the other side feeling stronger and happier and more joyful and more comfort and more peace and all of those things that we want to kind of stay in for as long, as much time in our lives as we can, right? Yeah. And journaling helps you um, stop it and look at that pain and go, well, why is this here? you know, versus if you're just always on the hustle mode or avoiding pain, right, then you're not going to look at it and you're going to keep experiencing it until you just look at it in the eye and go deep. Why is this? Why do I feel this way? Why? Why am I having fear? Why am I having pain or anger? And then you uncover that it's all something that you need to peel away from yourself, right? Yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. What can I learn from this? What can I shift in my life to help me um, either see less of it or figure out ways that I can process through it a little faster, a little easier? What can I, what can I do? What, um, what is not serving me anymore that's bringing these things up that I can let go, right? So just figuring out where is this coming from? How can I how can I deal with it in a way that helps me to move through it rather than stay stuck in it or keep coming up against it over and over again? Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. That is so awesome. So your website, what is your website again? My website is writingherlife.com. W-R-I-T-I-N-G-H-E-R-L-I-F-E.com. And um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Amy Spencer Youngs or Writing Her Life. And I have a Facebook group called the Writing Her Life Tribe. So you can just search Writing Her Life and those things will come up. And I'm on Instagram as well. Writing Her Life is my handle there. Yeah, that's where I follow you on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Well, I was super happy to have you on the podcast today. And thank you so much for sharing in detail so much about journaling and the benefits 
that it has for all of us. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to share and I look forward to connecting with you more and chatting with um, everyone who will listen about journaling and personal development and yoga and meditation and all the things that I love. <laughs> it's all about that self-development, isn't it? such an exciting journey, you know? Yeah, it really is. It really is. I never thought I would be a life coach. I never thought I would be helping people to grow um, and stretch themselves personally until I started doing it myself. And then it was like, this is amazing. You know, who, who doesn't want to live a life that fills them up and makes them feel joy and helps them to connect to themselves, right? So I'm excited to just keep moving forward in whatever way the universe has me moving forward and um, love to help others do that as well. I think that right there um, is really what gets my heart too, is because when you, you realize you're like, I never thought, I never thought this. And then you sit in the energy and you're like, I am this, I am this. And I know if I'm this, then so can everybody else have the same experience. And that just lights your soul on fire. Yes. yes. It's beautiful. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.